If it is meant to be, who are you to change that? Time to believe it. Hello and welcome to episode 221 of Under the Cull of MS. That was just some saying that was in my latest fortune cookie. Today we got a little bit of comics, a little bit of MS, a little bit of news, a little bit of whatever. We're going to start out with comic portion, and we're going to start out with stake number five, issue number five. In this one, the girls go off on another case, or work in a case, and checking out some things. And it seems that a girl just happens to be supposedly kidnapped. There were a few girls, a couple died, uh, one's still alive, and she happens to be behind a hidden wall in a room where the police had had inspected and sent Jessamy and uh, stake to go figure out what's going on. And it starts out with stake getting a tattoo, kind of an infinity with the two dots in it, kind of almost like a vampire bite on the wrist with the infinity symbol around it. Uh, her and her BFF. That's kind of in a coma. Used to draw it on their arms, so she went and got it tattooed. Tried to use that to get her girl girlfriend to wake up, snap out of her coma or whatever. Ended up having that tattoo done after a night full of drinking Bahama Mamas. Decided to get the tattoo. Which gets her in a little bit of trouble with Jessamy, but it uh, doesn't work to wake up her friend, snap her out of her coma or anything. So, But she keeps fighting for her, trying to get it going, and then she works on the case and does her, puts her video up on her computer to work with some of her followers, allows a limited number of followers to help her. Look through the case files and, well, not files, but the pictures of where the murders were, what the cops had found, and the people give her some ideas to look for what's not there, and that's what gets her to find out that there's a hidden room, and they find a girl in there, and they, some things happen, and you gotta follow it to find out. Just make kind of knew about the girl and wanted stake to find out for herself to kind of get her some more practice on working cases and get her to learn some more things. A little, little training session plus a little helping the helpless. It's still a great story, still a lot of fun. I love where it's all going. I think we're getting a just main number two. Coming out here hopefully soon in Kickstarter. Hearing rumors about things. So I am looking forward to that and I am loving this run. It's 
a lot of fun for uh, another new look at the whole vampire lifestyle. Check that out. That was steak number five from Scout Comics. And then my pile of comics that I got from a friend. Recently, I read the issues one to three of Vampironica New Blood. Sadly, it's a five-issue run, so I am going to have to get the last two issues of it to finish it off. I was thinking a four-issue run, but it says of five on the cover, so I will look into that more and get deeper into it because I am still really enjoying this. I believe I read the whole Vampironica, excuse me, Vampironica original run and uh, Jughead's werewolf run. I think it's Jughead, The Hunger, and uh, the Jughead Vampironica crossover stuff. I believe I read all that except for this run. So I was really happy to read the first three of these, but really bummed I didn't have four and five to finish it off because I just read these within no time last night and it was just a lot of fun following up on the story from the original Vampironica run and the Jughead run and in here she kind of gets brought back I don't know I can't I think it's more like alternate dimensions, not not time travel. I think it's alternate, more alternate dimension. Why? Why is that? This goes, um, but basically, the werewolf Jughead brings Veronica back to this, back to this Riverdale, or Archiekins and the crew, and <laughs> she. Uh, appears around Archie and she's just passed out on the ground and hot dog just happens to be with Archie and comes up to Veronica while she's laying there and just starts licking away in her face and she asks Archie to get him off her because he's licking up and messing up her makeup and all that Archie can't control the dog so he just leaves the dog keep licking away on her. But in here we find out that Veronica happens to have a history with her family that we don't that we didn't know about, she didn't know about, and it happens to introduce us to why she's got her vampiric powers and a lot of stuff happens with her family. We find out more with Kevin Keller, which, of course, he has connections and ties with Vampironica because, I mean, of course, he we do see some Hitler aspects with Vampironica's, oh, Veronica's family, and Kevin Keller just happens to be a blonde-haired, blue-eyed character. It's new to Sunny Sunnydale, 
or Riverdale. I'm, I'm crossing over to Buffy the Vampire Slayer here in my brain. Which it is. It's basically Riverdale goes Buffy. Riverdale goes Sunny. Sunnydale, Sunnyville, Sunnydale. I, I can't. I'm all over the place. But this was a lot of fun getting to learn more about her family's history and of course, the evil rich people have their ties with Hitler and all that stuff. Find out more with, when I get those last two issues, but this was a great follow-up to the first stuff that we read in the past and talked about. It's a lot of fun seeing, seeing what her family's going through and stuff. And where this is taking us. Um, this could totally pull us into more directions because with the werewolves aspect and we get to learn how her family started Riverdale and how the werewolves came into fruition and ended up destroying towns and towns that build up built up around Riverdale and what they did in Riverdale and the whole crossovers and all that stuff and we're gonna see more I'm assuming with the werewolves in the final two issues but if you like vampires and stuff you like the Archie comics but you want them a little bit more dark this is like perfect for you uh, they've been having a lot of fun with all the different runoffs. I definitely want to know what's up with some of the other characters. I don't know if we're going to see them and stuff in the last two issues. Hopefully we will. But some a bunch of the characters that went missing and stuff. Pops, Moose, all that. Pretty much from the pre- the comics that were before this, basically, uh, most of them got killed off in that alternate dimension or whatever. It's Yeah, I'm almost positive. It was alternate dimension-wise, not uh, time travel. But it's all basically the same in some sort of way. <laughs> but time travel, you can change it alternate dimensions. You can't change, but you can go to them. Well, yeah, you could change them because it depends what what periods that you go to them, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to get into that talk again. <laughs> but, yeah, it's very fun. Archie Comics. Always enjoy pretty much everything I've ever read from them. So check those out. Then let's get into, I don't know. A little bit of news going on. We have things going on with uh, the Olympics started up. Uh, sadly, we found out today that Simone Biles had her withdraw, withdraw from the Olympics because she had an injury uh, after struggling on the vault when she landed and the stuff. She came down, but then. Looks like she held through, but I didn't see the whole vaulting experience. But 
Looks like she was just having problems pushing herself up from when she went down with her knees and stuff. She was having issues, it looked like. But I'm sure we'll find out more later today or tomorrow on that. But sadly, it's with her withdrawing from the competition that allowed Russia to take the gold. And we did get silver in some of those events. But yeah, it's, if we went to have this COVID crap, we would have had the Olympics when they were supposed to be here last year. And then she would have probably been able to compete without issues. And would have got herself another gold medals or a few, but sadly that happened. Now we're coming up on the whole start of the NFL season, not far off, still dealing with the sissy whining controversy crap with Rodgers. It's pretty much 80% or more people. The team owners because in Wisconsin the Green Bay Packers are owned by their fans that buy stock in the franchise but tomorrow he has to be at training camp working out with them or he gets hit with a $50,000 fine a day I guess uh, for each day he misses but they did show a Overhead view of him landing at the airport and coming in with his little man bun into the training camp structure. So, looks like he's here. He'll play his mind games. Probably have him for one more season, and then he'll hopefully leave. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a fan of him. Just because you're MVP three years in a row or whatever. Doesn't mean anything if you don't actually play for the team and produce something. It's like you can be MVP, but you didn't win the championships, win the Super Bowl or anything, so or at least make it to the Super Bowl. Screwed up in the playoffs every year, so I don't care if he leaves. I don't like the whininess of him. It's he had so much controversy around the five days. Now he's being the big controversy with this crap. Now he can have it. Like, let's just play sports. Finally trying to get back to regular structure with everything because of the COVID problems over the past year, year and a half. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I say give Love a chance. Let him quarterback this year, see what happens, focus more on our offensive line and defensive line, and quit worrying about the quarterback crap. It's just a lot of money put out there for one player. We need to have the line to protect that player. That's more important than the actual quarterback themselves, in my opinion, especially lately because even – even Rodgers last season started running more than normal. That's just going to cause an injury in the near future, probably. And he had injury issues last season, so we'll see what happens. Don't really care. <laughs> I'm still a Redskin game fan. Yeah, Redskins, Washington Redskins. Not the Washington football team. Cannot stand that name. 
and they could have done the watching them pigskins or something to keep up with their fans and dresses in the pig outfits and stuff. But they went with some stupid name just because all the controversy had changed in the name over the past few years. All right, now we got. Yeah, we've been still dealing with this police chief crap with Alfonso Morales, I believe it is. And now he's getting like a 600 some thousand dollar settlement for being fired as police chief, which he never did anything wrong that I seen that was severely damaging or anything. So instead, our city has to pay out over a half a million dollars. And then he doesn't have a job anymore, so yet they're still struggling to find a new chief, which I don't understand why that's so damn hard. You had a handful of uh, people that were going, were trying for the position, and they couldn't make a decision on that. It's like if the people in that community are the ones that got Morales fired, and then they're arguing to get something, some new chief in there, but they're not accepting of any other chiefs and stuff. What the hell? I mean, we're always just wasting a ton of the state's money on this whole thing. And between that and the cops that knelt on the person's neck and killed them, and that case I think is still going on. That's been like a year's year-long case i can just imagine the amount of money that was spent on that and then the settlements that will happen in the long run and then the cost of the prison stuff and then more than likely being a cop that killed someone once they go to prison once they get in in there i'm sure something will happen and they'll get killed or something by other inmates and it's just uh, it's just a huge waste of financial stuff that could go to something more important like uh, cancer networks to kids children's hospitals stuff like that but we're not seeing it we're, we're just wasting money with frivolous lawsuits as the world keeps crumbling it's <laughs> it's like we have an 11 year old girl went missing and apparently last seen at 11 o'clock at night and she's 11 years old number i sadly i don't understand why there aren't curfews in the cities we used to have curfews and 10 p.m there's no reason you need to be out after 10 p.m if you're under 16 years of age <laughs> i don't know why 11 year olds are out wandering they disappear last seen after 11 p.m and we're gonna have parents and friends and family members blaming others about it it's like why would you allow your child out at that age that late at night makes no sense especially when the midwest is one of the largest human trafficking sex trafficking areas where people are disappearing and getting kidnapped by truckers or whoever. Uh, and looking at her picture, I mean, she looks more like an 
18 to 20 year old. She didn't even look like an 11 year old. So I don't know. I don't think they should be wandering the streets. And I also don't think they should be getting guns given to them for presents or however the hell they get all these guns. They're still shooting each other every night. Sadly, in our cities. Still in competition between Milwaukee and Chicago, apparently, to see who can have the most murders in every year. But yeah, that was just some random crappy news that's out there. And of course, if you haven't heard, the after landing his big rusty penis rocket, Bezos thanked the Blue Origin team that made his flight possible in the Texas town of Van Horn, who hosted the launch. And then Jackass said, I want to thank every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer because you guys paid for all this. Thank you from the bottom of my heart very much. It's like, number one, you said just guys. What about, about guys and gals? Don't you get yelled at for that this day and age? Acknowledging everybody. It's like, and then to sit there and just say that, it's like, no, what paid for it is that you rich bastards don't have to pay taxes. And so all that money that should go to taxes and stuff like that basically went to your little penis rocket. And then he's, and the guy's already a cent a billionaire, I guess, worth more than $200 billion. And after the launch thing and all that stuff, he gave $200 million dollars to the founder of Dream Corps, Van Jones, and a chef named Jose Andre Andres for charities of their choice <laughs> if they want is supposed to make them themselves their charity if they want. But yeah, that even if it is to give them to charities of their choice instead of Bezos just directly giving money to charities or whatever. And even though, even if they don't keep any of the money themselves, it's going to be a $200 million tax write-off donation that they're doing to charities. So they get to write it off on their taxes. So that's a benefit to them one way or another. But yeah, it's just these rich people just have no common sense on how they do things. It makes no sense to me, at least. I could be wrong. I could be a complete idiot, but <laughs> it's fucking people. I don't understand. Sent a billionaire? Really? I mean, a billionaire wasn't good enough. Now you got to be a sent a billionaire. I mean, these guys, these rocket flying, happy, happy jackasses, Kardashians, and all them. It's just. It's a messed up world, but yeah, we know why he did his charities. We know why he did what he did. It's just, that's the way it is, but I will get back to you with some MS stuff next. So hold on to your shorts. We'll get right back to you. Okay, fans of the show or non-fans, you can support the podcast by leaving five stars and liking it or leaving five stars and not liking it and 
tell us why and we will let people know and we'll try and make it better for you you can also click on support on my anchor page and donate and support the podcast or if you'd like to actually get something for a donation you can send a donation to paypal at kevin the at gmail.com and you can see that in many of the show notes the address uh for fans inside the u.s only a 15 dollar donation will get you a gemini comic box with five random comics in it a 30 dollar donation gets a priority mail padded flat rate envelope 12 random comics in it and a hundred dollar donation gets you a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it comics will be in fair to very good condition they may have been used on the podcast may have been unread may have been read just random comics out of my mixed boxes that i will be getting rid of to downsize and for our international listeners since shipping so rough and customs are a pain i am going to offer two options to start we'll see how it goes but a 50 dollar donation gets you a priority mail padded flat rate envelope with 12 random comics in it and a 125 dollar donation gets a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it so there's a comic deal if you want to donate help out the show this will get me a little something and get you a little something also thanks Okay, let's do a little MS health stuff. Talk about some things that have been going on. I've been watching some more Dr. Aaron Bolster notes or (laughs) news from his uh, YouTube videos and stuff. Found out some stuff about paraxial positional vertigo, benign central vertigo, uh, that I want to look into more. That sounds like the right way he was describing that, about how the world spins around you and stuff like that. I think that might be the thing that I have where the world spins, but it usually a lot of times I'll do like a bouncing ball thing first and then start spinning back and forth or spinning all the way around. So that got me excited wanting to research that. So I'm going to look into that some more this week and find out, learn more about it, see if it is the same thing that I deal with, but it is common in MS. So it's more than likely the name for the issue that I have. I just never heard those names before in that form. Then the only other thing I really got from him was his five for five thing that he likes with MS for people with MS. It used to be four for four, now it's five for five. Basically, number one, don't smoke stuff. Just increases your MS risk and speed and then inflames you. Uh, smoking cigarettes, absolutely bad. Smoking marijuana. Not good for you. It's going to inflame you. 
to go with the edibles or the ointments or the salves or the oils or whatever works for you the best. Hopefully we'll have the sativic spray pretty soon. Get more and more information about it for some reason this year. So I'm looking forward to that. Number two is supplementing with vitamin D. He also suggests like people with lower B vitamin D counts and keep track of your blood tests and stuff. I, you usually get at least a yearly blood test. You can see what your levels are at. Make sure you're not getting close to or over 100, but a lot of people with really low vitamin D should do a 50,000 IU pill a week. That's I do it every Sunday now. I'm doing my 50,000, and then I bump my dailies up to 5,000 because I want to keep as much stuff in my system as possible once I start my Maven clad. Looks like I'll be starting in about a week and a half probably. But an opportunity to go see a Suicide Squad movie and I think I'm going to do that and then probably start that following Monday. And that way I'd be doing the five days Monday through Friday which are the best days to do it anyways because if I have some issues, they always happen on the weekend. And then you got to go to an emergency room. This way, if I have issues, I can go right to my PCP or my neurologist or wherever. And not have to go to the ER and pay that wonderful 90 I think it's $90 it cost me to walk into an ER. Whereas it's $35 to walk into any other doctor. But, Yeah. I think I'm going to do that. That's my plan. Whether I go to the movie or not, I'll probably still do that just so I got the pills going in my system on regular doctor days. And then his number three is exercise, improve your diet. Pretty much common sense. It can help you stay physically active longer and keep your body going longer and it's better for your body. And ease some of the pain you're not going to eliminate everything but it's going to help you out with some issues number four is i don't know i was kind of confused he had like exercise diet and drink lots of water i think we're all combined in one area and then i think number four was get a dmd get on a dmd or dmt disease modifying drug disease-modifying therapy, get on something for it. Uh, it can be really confusing because, like, mine, Mavenclad, 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 I got it delivered to me last week, like I, I mentioned, and now I've had two days in a row where I believe the company was Geno, Genio Specialty Pharmacy or whatever, called me about my Mavenclad uh, delivery and they wanted to get it all set up and their copay was zero dollars whereas with the company I got I got to pay a, a fee for it so I'm kind of curious why they'd both be so different but what you're gonna do take what you got live with it work around it but I can always consider the other company in the future if I need to to eliminate having to pay a copay or anything with it.
And then his new one, his number five, is mindfulness. And mind, mindfulness meal eating, mindfulness meditation, anything you do, just be mindful about it. Focus on it and focus on the good things. But, but yeah, those are just a couple little things that Aaron Boster talked about in the the past week that I, it caught my ear the most and interested me the most and I felt I needed to get out there yet. Lots of other good things he did with answering. I watched a few few segments of him just answering questions and all that stuff. But that's how I found about, out about the different vertigo names and stuff that I got to research. And I also seen my PCP yesterday and we went over some things and we're up in my one medication to its final uh, final phase. So I'll be at the maximum on that one now and hopefully we'll start seeing some things from that. And I'll talk about that more in the future. And then we also went over, I got a couple uh, vaccines I'm due for. I can't remember what they were for. But I told her with this Hep AB vaccine that I had to take, the second one being on the day that I was going to start Maven Clot, and I called the pharmacist, and he's like, well, let's push Maven Clot off for two weeks then because of that. And I'm like, well, I don't want to take these other vaccines right now and then have to push Maven Clot off even further. It's like I would rather get on Maven Clot get past two months and then I said I will do those vaccines. They said I'm due for a health and wellness exam again, but I thought I just did that in January, but she was gonna double check for me, the nurse. She never got back to me, but I'm sure she'll schedule it if I need it. But if I get it within less than a year from the last one, then they end up giving me a big bill for it. Whereas if I get one a year, I get that thing covered. So hopefully she doesn't screw that up. And then it's like, I don't know who this was a different nurse I had this time. This wasn't my normal nurse. So that's why I didn't know how she'll work with scheduling and stuff that I don't mean for her to screw anything up. But just, she just doesn't know my routine. So she may just schedule something without taking into consideration with contacting me and going over it first. But then I'll just have to change it and figure out, do my own research and find out when I got my last one. Because I swore it was in, in January. I mentioned to her that there's a few medications I wanted to go over with her for fatigue and pain issues. And I mentioned that I am... Considering doing an antidepressant, but from my research, I was going to go with Wellbutrin because Wellbutrin doesn't have weight gain issues. Some people get some weight loss from it, and then uh, it's supposed to help with fatigue issues some. So I figured that would be a bonus if I do go on one. And then she mentioned Cymbalta I should look into also because that has... Uh, pain 
help with pain issues and stuff. So I'm going to do a podcast probably next week comparing Cymbalta and Wellbutrin, and we'll discuss both of them, whatever I could find on them, and I'll make my decision then which one I'm going to probably go with if I do do it. And then I mentioned that I did the MCT oil. I finally ordered a big bottle of it, and I started using that in my coffee in the mornings. I put a tablespoon in my coffee. I don't have a measuring thing, so I just put a spurt in there right now until I get something worked out that works better. But I will say from day one, it helped. I Yesterday when I went to my PCP, I never drink anything other than a little sip of water for my pills anytime I go to a doctor, just in case I have to have blood tests. They usually want you to fast from 10 p.m. 10 p.m. the night before until your appointment. So I, so I usually don't drink or eat anything until after the appointments, just in case. That way I don't have to come back a different day to do blood and urine test or whatever they need. I can just get it done and over with while I'm there. Not have to worry about it and then go eat lunch later in the day after that or whatever. But yesterday I did not have my coffee with my MCT oil in it, but two days, a couple days before it I did, and today I did. And each time I felt a little more little more mobile, a little more get up and go uh, when I do have it. But yesterday when I didn't have it, the fatigue and pain levels were up there. Not super amped, but they're very noticeable, very, very prevalent. And for some reason, while sitting in the waiting room yesterday, one thing about this podcast (laughs) you guys know more about me than anybody because i let it all out on here i don't know why (laughs) i don't know if it's just for my own records or what but i like to keep track of things and this way i don't have to write the shit down i can just talk about it but yes yesterday i was sitting in the waiting room and also my mind Went on certain things, and all of a sudden there's tears running down my face, and I could not shut things off. My brain was just in that very deep negative spot and depressed and sad and could not get certain things off my mind. I think the thing that set it off, I was just thinking about the other day when the me and the wife were sitting outside and just looks at me and just mentions, uh, this is it. We're pretty much not going to be able to do anything that we ever wanted to. And just really depressed me just hearing her say that. It's like I've given her an offer and I still give her an offer. I will help you find someone that will make you happy, someone that can do things with you. But yeah, it's like I can. I get more and more limited every year on what I can do, so it really sucks wanting to do things, but not. So I really miss having a dog, but I know if even if I had a dog, I'd be struggling to even get him out to the hiking trails. 
And then I definitely have to take my walker with me and get that all configured with the dog and all that crap. It's just, I don't know. I'm really looking forward to starting this new medication because if I can make things work the way it works for some people, it might be a plus. If I can't, no, that's going to be a super negative. But no matter what, I want to get back to the mountains. I want to play in them a little bit before I can't even go in them anymore. There's things I really need to do before I definitely, definitely can't. But it's kind of hard to do when you don't have big rusty dick rocket money that you can throw around and do whatever. It's like, <laughs> instead I put 30 to, a good 30 to 40 hours a week into podcasting prep, podcasting itself, podcasting research, all that shit reading stuff for podcasts and everything probably even more than 40 hours a week and that's all done for free (laughs) it's like i said i do it for myself for records and stuff but it's a huge bonus when you actually have followers and speaking of that i can't i think it's the uk but i can't remember but we did pick up another country so now we're up to 16 countries so that's exciting it's always a bonus. I picked up a bunch of new friends on Facebook that are all MSers that hopefully have been checking out my podcast and stuff. I've been posting a lot of segments that relate to questions that people have been asking. I've been trying to get things out there. It's so much easier for me to post a copy and paste a podcast episode than it is to write a paragraph or two of information to help people out and so i give a little information and i'm like here if you want more check this out uh so it's not great (laughs) but it does have information that might help you Uh, it might not sound professional might not sound interesting to you (laughs) might bore the shit out of you but check it out and see what happens so yeah MCT oil is a plus. We're going to keep going with that. Uh, that's a definite definite thing that's staying in my regiment, along with my CBD honey, uh, my Rick Simpson oil. Those three things are staying in. The regular CBD oil, I'll get it here and there, but it's it helps with a little joint loosening, but I like the MCT oil better. Uh, it's like how many oils can I put in? It's like my two o'clock pill regimen contains a huge flaxseed oil pill, uh, my five thousand IU's of vitamin D, my krill oil pill, and like I got like five different types of oils that I take at two o'clock every day. Plus, I start my morning out with my CBD oils, my CBD honey, my MCT oil, which is coconut style oil. It's just, yeah, I get pretty soon I'm gonna have oil squirting out my ass. <laughs> Hopefully not, especially with that being one of the side effects, having the shits from the Maven Clyde. But we'll see. Uh, that's why I've been holding off. I do want to get back into my 
apple cider vinegar, olive oil dressings and stuff, and start using that and get my so I can get my apple cider vinegar in me every day. Get back to my cinnamon tea with. I'm gonna start using the cinnamon my my, my CBD honey and my cinnamon honey chia seed uh, lemon tea that I make. It's just those items with hot water. I don't, you don't need no other tea bag. And then I want to get into drinking at least one glass of green tea every day too. That's like pretty much. I'm gonna have no problem getting back into the intermittent fasting because I'll be drinking my calories pretty much the first three quarters of the day and then eat at night and snack later on and quit after 10 just go back to the intermittent fasting between 10 and 4 10 and 6 that's 10 p.m to 6 p.m 10 p.m to 4 p.m or what i like to do depending on what time of day the wife gets home from work but Oh, yeah, between the green teas, the coffees with MCT oils and the honey tea and all that stuff. I'm going to have so much stuff in my stomach I'm not going to need to eat. Hopefully, we can do a couple 24, 48-hour fast along with that then. But we're not going to worry about that until after month two, week, probably month two, week two of the Maven Clad run. Because month two, week one will be the second and final week for the first year of pill taking. And depending on what happens after that, people have effects that pop up a week after sometimes. And so I'm going to go with it. Month two, week two will probably be when I start getting back into fasting, apple cider vinegar, all those different anti inflammatory stomach uh, biome type things but i just really don't want to mess with it until i know how i'm feeling from this medication first but yeah so we're starting to build our whole hopefully new lifestyle routine but it's not fucking cheap <laughs> shit adds up and it's like my little bottle of honey runs eight bucks and i get maybe six uses out of that and the cbd oil i get is 40 bucks pretty much every couple of weeks uh rick simpson oil that tiny little tiny little puddle was 150 bucks i don't know how long that will last uh i did have a nice talk with my doctor about edibles and stuff like that because i happened to get a certain edible this week also and I'm kind of scared to take it because it's like a massive dose. <laughs> so I'm going to want to probably cut it into like eight or 16 pieces. Because listening to what happened when the person split one in half with their significant other, it's like, yeah, I don't want to be that zombified for a, 24 hours and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'll play with that later this week, probably. Also, I'd say we got so many different things, but all the things that actually do physically help with the MS and other issues, just by chance, aren't covered by insurance, but the medications that are fucking up my liver and kidney and all that shit, those medications, 
those get insurance coverage on them. And I still got my copays and all that shit. Yeah, it's like something that's way cheaper that actually does something and helps <laughs> with issues. They won't cover that stuff. I don't know. Society. What you gonna do? After all, we got good old Putin's all ready to start World War III. He says Russian's Navy now can detect any threat and carry out unpreventable strikes if needed. So it's like you're going to blame the start of World War III on your computers starting it because they felt there was a threat out there, but yet you're the one that's been nailed probably half a dozen times in the past year or so or crossed Canadian airspace and Alaskan airspace with bombers and uh, there was one I don't know if it was China or Russia with the battleships that crossed international waters into US space and stuff like that it's like they're all testing little things and now they're going to put equipment out there that can carry an unpreventable strike if the thing itself feels it's in a threat well it's in a threat if it's in a zone that it's not supposed to be in so is that going to set the computer off so yeah I see this shit definitely computer wise AI wise all that crap is definitely going to be the start of World War 3 the way things are happening and think it's going to be a viral threat because we're dealing with that shit right now and that's just slowly killing everybody off and causing issues worldwide and I don't want to get into it. governmental and worldwide shit I'll just get pissed again because all the idiots can't work together gotta keep killing everybody but yeah, I ran long just rattling on about some of the basics. So I'm going to stop this segment and I'll do one more segment talking. <laughs> All right, I got cut off there a little bit. I got hit with a little bit of MS hugs. So I do some water sippage and try and push the damn thing out. The monster just doesn't like that I'm talking about him. So he's trying to crawl out the chest, rip his way out. But let's finish this off talking about seeing as I'm doing all these weird ass medications and all this shit and they're all a bunch of them are causing a bunch of liver and kidney problems. I figured I'd talk about some UTI and other kidney problems that we deal with with most that are caused by multiple sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis, of course, is a disease that affects central nervous system. Disease causes the immune system to attack the protective material surrounding nerve cells, myelin, damaging them. Symptoms include pain, numbness, tingling, blurry vision, dizziness, tremors, fatigue, weakness, bladder dysfunction, and a bunch, 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 bunch more things that we know about. I know I, I repeat a lot of things about the history of about MS issues and all that stuff, but a lot of things related to other things, and sometimes we just get a little bit of new information from things, and 
I don't know. I just like to go over all the stuff that gets sent to me or that I come across or find on research missions and stuff like that. So, but for, for most people with MS, symptoms flare up and then recede. In rare instances, symptoms get progressively work worse. Like when you go into secondary progressive MS, like I am now classified in or you hit primary progressive ms which is the latest later stages later latest stage of ms at the moment until they find some other new stages that they can classify but most people with ms have normal lifespans and can maintain a healthy lifestyle with treatment some have to deal with many different types of issues so issues like ms in the bladder People with MS can experience issues with bladder function. Bladder issues aren't necessarily constant and can flare up on occasion. But in some cases, they can lead to kidney damage. Bladder issues can develop with MS due to damage to the nerves signaling bladder contractions. Disruptions in these signals can lead to a number of symptoms, including bladder storage issues basically spastic contractions can make you feel as if you need to urinate more frequently symptoms of bladder storage dysfunction include a strong urge to urinate frequent need to use the bathroom the need to get up several times at night to urinate an inability to control urination also referred to as incontinence Bladder emptying issues, symptoms of an emptying dysfunction include a feeling of urgency to urinate, hesitancy when trying to urinate. I freaking hate when it's in the middle of the night and I have to go really bad and I go up to the toilet and I just stand there till the point that all of a sudden I fall asleep and smack my head on the window or the wall and wake myself up. But I'm dozing off as I'm waiting to pee, even though if I would have stayed in bed, I would have pissed myself, but I get up, work on climbing the freaking staircase, get up there and standing there and nothing, <laughs> not coming out, uh, weak urinary stream, incontinence, urinary tract infections. Combined storage and emptying issues, it's possible to have both emptying and storage dysfunctions if you have MS. I have all those symptoms that were mentioned. I've had it one place in time and my experience with MS with the monster. This occurs when nerve damage causes the muscles in your bladder and urinary sphincter to fail. Sphincter fail to coordinate properly with each other. Symptoms can include all of those associated with both emptying and storage problems and can also lead to kidney damage. Yes, no shit, we're dealing with stuff and spots and issues and all that crap that we're finding on some of the more recent tests. Awesome. Thankfully, I haven't had a urinary tract infection in a while, but but basically, a bladder emptying dysfunction can lead to a urinary tract infection, a UTI, 
when your bladder doesn't fully empty, you run the risk of developing a UTI because the urine left over in your bladder allows bacteria to grow. UTIs associated with MS are likely to recur, especially if you don't get treatment for the emptying dysfunction. And they'll sit there and, like I did, I was on the same medication with the first few, and then all of a sudden, one, the medication didn't work, and they had to go to a different medication, and they find out that there's different bacteria in your, in your system that you can't fight off with the other medication. But symptoms of a UTI include an urgent need to urinate, frequent urination, both which really suck because usually there's a burning sensation when you urinate and pain in your lower back and lower abdomen, fever, dark urine with an unusual smell. Yeah, they're nasty. You can definitely tell when you have them, at least for us guys. we It's very easy to tell. I don't know what it's like for women, but I'm sure they know instantly, too, if they have them. In rare cases, especially when left untreated for a long time, an emptying, emptying dysfunction can lead to more serious problems in the kidney. This can cause an infection to spread to the kidneys from the bladder and returned urine, returned, retained urine can also lead to the formation of mineral deposits, deposits which are going to cause kidney stones, of course. Both stones and infection in the kidneys are serious health problems that require medical treatment. So definitely contact your doctor and physician and let them know what's up what you're dealing with you don't do not want that to go on do not think oh well, i can use these natural remedies they're gonna help it's like no if you're gonna do cranberry and all that shit it's probably best to do that before you get the stuff but once you get it it's probably better off to just go and get the medication because uh, you don't want to delay that pain and issues you want to get it out of you as soon as possible usually when you get on the antibiotics it just takes the pain and irritation away within a day or two so it's definitely worth it unless they got you on the wrong one then you gotta try a different one schedule bathroom breaks throughout the day any simple lifestyle changes can help you manage it these issues uh, avoid bladder irritants, including cigarettes, caffeine, artificial sweeteners, alcohol, all of which will make you go to the bathroom more and can cause the irritation. Stop drinking two hours before you go to bed if you have trouble emptying your bladder completely. Wait several minutes after each time you urinate, urinate and then try again. Uh, use pads for incontinence or times when you know you won't be able to get to the bathroom immediately. Uh, if it's severe enough, then you got to use diapers or catheters. They got, you can do intermittent catheterization may be recommended. Uh, they got lots of different catheterization items nowadays and processes that you can do. Uh, 
treatment for kidney stones varies depending on their size. You may be able to simply pass them as they are, or your doctor may be able to break them up with sound waves to make them smaller and easier to pass. I'd prefer because I haven't had a pass kidney stone yet, but I've been around people that have, and it looks very painful. A scope may also be inserted to remove stones. Social implications happen with these issues. It may be difficult to talk to your doctor about it for you, but it's not anything to worry about it. They've heard everything and a lot worse than you could probably come up with. So they are designed to deal with it. And it's not like they're going to laugh at you and pick on you for it. It's like, just be straightforward with your doctor. And if you can't go find a new doctor and it's, it's a waste, huge waste of time. Otherwise you need your doctor to take care of you. You can't push things off and off and off like my doctors have, and I stupidly didn't search for the answers harder and didn't get the results I needed and just took too much toll on my body and screwed up a lot of things that could have actually been put off and held off if I would have been known of things I could have done to prevent things from progressing as fast as they did, which sucks. But it could have been worse. They could have progressed way worse because I have a friend that I didn't realize was diagnosed with MS around the same time I was. And she is pretty much, I don't know, last time I seen her, she could hardly walk at all. And I haven't heard or seen from her in a while. And I'm kind of worried that she might be bedridden or something might have happened that she had to go down to a home in Milwaukee for a while or something. So. Who knows? I've talked to a few people, asked if they've seen her, but they have not seen or heard from her husband in a while. So hopefully everything is good. But basically, bladder issues related to MS are common and treatable, although they may be difficult to bring up with your doctor. They can lead to serious issues with your kidneys. There's there's plenty of interventions and treatments that can help us. So talk to your doctor as soon as you experience any symptoms of bladder issues. and See if there is anything they can do and help you out with whatever to get rid of them. But, but yeah, that's more nastiness I decided to talk about today. is because I, I know uh, what's up and coming with this medication I'm trying to prepare as much as possible for it. So don't want a bunch of shit to happen. And then all of a sudden you don't have nothing to deal with it or prevent things or help with things. That's not good at all. It's best to be prepared in my opinion. And that's why I am going to get as much stuff done in the next week or two, get the freezer stocked and get the fridge set up with the basics and hopefully I won't have to go shopping for those first couple weeks or go out in public unless I absolutely need to because since my TMB cells will be wiped out, my immune system will be completely wiped out and I can sit there and 
easily catch diseases or viruses or whatever from other people. I'm just going to stay away from as many people as possible and try and get through this and see how it works. Basically, probably hide out in my basement, do a ton of podcasts. Hoping I feel good enough that I can like work on my area here, get it straightened up. It's set up the way I've been wanting to for the past <laughs> six months to a year. Things reorganized. Hopefully I can do that without a bunch of stress, without a bunch of crap going on. Hopefully a couple siblings will step up for once and actually take care of their mother if need be and help out with things that need to be done, but I highly doubt it because simple things like mom's medical stuff, my one sister that's nurse is supposed to take care of all that stuff, but yet I'm contacting her and letting her know that Ma's yearly exam was due a month ago and she was going to take mine and do all that, but apparently nothing must have got set up and it's like, well, I'm just going to set it up this afternoon and get it all taken care of because with our yearly free exam, if you don't get it done in that year's period and then you cross over two in a year, like I said earlier, then mom will get nailed a big ass bill for that second blood test and all that stuff and health exam and everything. And it's like, there's a reason I tell, tell people to do things because I know when they need to be done and, so you don't help out hardly at all <laughs> these last two years. And then when I ask for the help, it doesn't, it gets ignored too. And that just like, really? <laughs> this is your mother. And if I hear you whining about it after she's gone, that <laughs> you wish you could be doing things with her, I'm going to come and slap you. Because... Yeah, you got all the opportunity in the world right now and all you're doing is giving me excuses that you got too many birthdays and graduations, anniversaries, and watching you go on vacations and trips and all this shit, buying all these new things. And while I sit here and I can't, my handrail breaks on my staircase and my antique a cordless drill and does, isn't even strong enough to screw in the screws halfway into the wall so I bought all the equipment and all the parts I needed and go to fix it now I got a hand railing that's loose just bouncing around on some screws that I can't even screw into the wall but yet <laughs> their husbands are walking around with brand new tools they buy every year all these fancy vehicles and equipment and shit and I'm struggling to do that and struggling to pay for repairs on a vehicle that's not mine and <laughs> 24 7 living caretaker for an 86 year old with dementia and do that for free do the podcasting for free <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I don't I bet you a lot but it's just irritating. Yeah. 
grow up around a, such a tight knit family. Everybody's so close and caring and taking care of each other. And all of a sudden you get older and it's like, care about themselves until they need something that's a whole new world i don't know makes me angry makes me sad makes me very 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 confused because i was the black sheep if i went came back and took care of things i really wonder what would have happened i'm assuming mom would be in a home would have lost the house and everything and the family would just be going on like they are, having their month-long birthday celebrations. <laughs> All that shit, I don't know. I don't understand this world I live in. Why am I around so many fucking idiots? Um, can't we just care enough to fucking do our own thing and not be dicks to each other, help each other out when needed. Don't compete to see who can get the richest, the fastest, and then die and leave it all behind. It's like, you can't do shit with it after you're dead, so why do you gotta collect so much that you can't do anything with anything? I constantly see these people with these freaking and the way fun Constantly brought up about getting us a little mobile home or something so we can just travel around, go state to state, see everybody we care about, and spend a few months, six months, to a year at a time in each place, whatever, and just travel around like that. But I can't afford to shit, and I'd actually get use out of something because I wouldn't buy it. 20 different toys and then use one here and there. I'd focus on just the RV and me and my wife out and about and doing something or some shit like that. Or I see these people buying dirt bikes and four wheelers. And nowadays they got four wheeler trails all over the towns and stuff. So everybody's buying those up. They got their campers, mobile homes, all that shit. They got their boats and they got one neighbor that has a fishing boat and a ski boat no wife no uh, it looks like he must have some kids past girlfriend or wife but you know see him those boats leaving the driveway got an rv and another neighbor's hasn't got out yet this year with it so he got out like two two or three times last year it's like all that money spent on that stuff and that just sits rotting away in your driveway and ran to another high school friend and we were talking about it too. It's like all these different toys you buy and you never get to use the things except for a few times a year. It's like you get a snowmobile now in central Wisconsin. You're lucky if you have enough snow for the trails to open up a week a year. Whereas you used to be able to snow, snowmobile year all winter long, we'd get tons of snow. But yeah, the trails are hardly ever open nowadays. You can got to go up north. And then this last year, they had worse weather up north than we had down here. So up in Eagle River, where they have the snowmobile races and stuff, they had, 
they had to put a, probably make a lot of fake snow, but they also had COVID to deal with, so a lot of the shit probably got canceled. So that probably helped out with the crappy weather. But yeah, I just, yeah, I'll never understand people just frivolously spending money and it's the unlimited amounts and trying to earn as much as they can for what just to spend it on more crap they're not going to use. It's, I don't know. We could be living in such a wonderful place if we just pulled our heads out of our ass and thought about what we were doing and working together. Yeah. It's another multiverse that I'm just not living in right now that I'd love to see. <laughs> that is the nice thing about the multiverses, but it's like it seems like 90% of them are shit for most people and there's just that one multiverse where things work out for certain people but yeah yeah enough bitching for me take the monster grab hold of a little prick strangle the shit out of them stick their head in the toilet flush it a few times after you let them drown for a little bit in it make sure there's something laying <laughs> Yeah, be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Quit the competition. Quit trying to be better than everybody else. Let's all just be. <laughs> Can't we all just be? But I don't know. Be good. We'll get back to you soon. Check out Crimson Color Comic Club. Check out Under the Call. Actually, been some videos randomly popping up all of a sudden i don't know if some gremlin got in the system or what but we're starting to see some videos again on youtube i see that i'll have to check out see how ugly i look how bad i speak i've been dying to catch some video of it it's like as soon as i got my teeth ripped out all of a sudden the videos stopped going out it's like okay so either i sound really shitty and they don't want to <laughs> put the stuff out <laughs> or they catch glimpses of my missing teeth and it bothers them or you start thinking in that aspect it's like why did why did the videos stop as soon as i needed them the most <laughs> and then as soon as i started promoting us with a news station that i guess thankfully <laughs> didn't promote us like i was hoping they were going to and didn't get me on the show or talk to me at all about any of the MS stuff during the MS month and the MS day and everything. They just totally ignored MS this year. But we got to see important things like Captain Dipshit's dick rock, Rusty Dick Rocket. <laughs> That's as long as we keep up on those things and get to hear about Fire or Fire <laughs> Rogers pissing and moaning, make the world work for him, and not happy that another player is being looked at, and stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, I'll take Devontae over Rogers any day. Oh, <laughs> I just can't shut up today. So. Be good. We'll get back to you soon. Talk to you later.